Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome. 
Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast, and I'm so excited about today's guest. But before I introduce you, this episode is sponsored by my e-course, The Bliss Habit. And if you guys want to learn more about The Bliss Habit, it is at theblisshabit.com. And this truly is the foundation of everything that I have done. So if you guys can't make it to my events, The Bliss Project, that I'm sure that you've heard me talk about, this is the course that is based off of that live event. So it is a 12-week e-course that you can take at your own rate. It is a lifetime membership. You get introduced to the epic tribe of women that I get to keep in my inner circle. And you guys, this is truly the place where you can create some amazing roots. And if you want to know the foundation of everything to really start to bust through your fears and create the life that you love, this is where I've stored all of it. So go check that out at theblisshabit.com. And on to today's guest, you guys, I'm so excited about my guest, Sarah Pendrick. She is the founder and creator of the nonprofit movement, Girl Talk. Her mission is to empower women of all ages while serving as a resource for young women. She's a self-love advocate, a life coach, a writer, an empowerment speaker, and a philanthropist. She has a bachelor's in psychology and a master's in family therapy. She's developed an empowerment program for young women where she travels all over the United States to speak to the women of our next generation She provides them with support, education, and empowerment. So through Girl Talk, she is featuring and connecting powerful women with a purpose, and she celebrates them through her events and programs by giving them a platform and a space to thrive and use their voice. And I'm really excited because I get to speak at her upcoming Girl Talk event in Arizona this next weekend. And also on this episode, we end up talking about how to manifest PR if you are interested in doing your own event, how to fill swag bags, get sponsors, get people interested in what you're doing and just where to start. So if you have a project or you have a vision or you have an idea really about anything, especially about an event or something that you want to create or get women together, get people together, you are not going to want to miss this episode because it is the basics. It is what you do in the beginning. It's what we do now in order to attract people and get all of the right people interested in your event to come to your help. So you guys, I cannot wait. Let's get started. Sarah, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Oh, Lori, thank you so much for having me. I just love you. And I'm honestly so honored to be on here today. I'm super excited because we met in such a cool way. And I I actually want to share how we met because I think this is so important for people to hear um, among women, especially who say, I don't have a tribe or I'm having trouble making friends or like-minded friends. And literally I Instagram stalked you because you were putting out such awesome content that I kept on seeing your name and your stuff come up. And I was like, that is it. I'm going to meet this woman. So I messaged you and you messaged me back right away. I just loved your vibe and we immediately met for coffee. So you guys, it was so easy and you were, so what made you think I wasn't like some crazy? I don't know. I mean, I love the story of how we met because I know that social media, you know, 
it can be such a negative or a positive. It's kind of like what you make of it. So I love how we met. I think it's such an awesome story. And I, I don't know, like when you messaged me, I just, I really go on intuition. I just had a really good feeling. And um, I'm sure obviously I like looked at your profile and like checked you out, but I don't even know if like the first time that we talked, I think I just loved whatever you had messaged me. And I was like, Oh, Hey girl, like wanted to talk to you, like felt like a friendship with you right away. And then I know when we met up, it was like instant. Like I felt like I already have known you forever. Oh, I love hearing that. And you guys, it's so, it's so much easier than we make it, right? Because if I would have sat there and thought about it and thought, what is she going to think of me? Or is this weird? Or is it going to be weird if we asked to go to coffee or whatever? And you have to just go off your gut. If you are, if you feel a connection with someone, message them, ask them and be okay if they say no. Like I would have been fine if you would have said no. And you just move on, you know, you go to the next person. But it's so cool because uh, we are in this beautiful time where social media is connecting us to people who might play a major role in our lives or you just might really get some uh you know a a great friendship out of so yeah I love 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 that we connected in this way I feel like you've been in my life forever and I know it's really been brief so I know (laughs) it's crazy all right mama I want to jump into having you tell a little bit about your story so I'm so excited for everybody Uh, today who's going to get to listen in because, you know, you're going to, we're going to talk so much about how Sarah started her nonprofit. But first, I would love to know a little bit about your past and what has brought you um, to this place and this idea. Yeah. So it's so funny because I just realized since my first Girl Talk event, it's only been a year Mm. and everyone's like, oh my gosh, how did Girl Talk get to this level so fast? I'm like, it hasn't been so fast. Like it really has been my entire life. Like I feel like this is what I was born for, but it took my entire life to get there. Um, I'm a person that really cared so much about what other people thought. And gosh, I mean, I love my parents, but I thought that they knew everything. So I lived this kind of constricted life of like the things that I knew inside that I wanted to do, but then I would get their opinions and they would tell me what to do. And then I would go to my friends. And, um, I I mean, I have a whole story that kind of just brings all girl talk together, but I dealt with bullying with, um, other women. I developed, my body developed a lot faster than the girls my age. I mean, I was getting boobs in middle school and people were spreading rumors about me that I stuffed my bra. And at that age, it's so, you know, it's damaging. It sounds funny now, but I just think like little trials of just not feeling supported and not living how I wanted to live and really knowing what self-love was that I really, since a young age, I volunteered and I brought myself, I tried just so much to help others to because I really felt fulfilled with it, but I also, it helped me feel better, but I never spent time really focusing on myself. So I dived into school. I got my master's in psychology. I worked for nonprofits. I did events. And then I went into the PR and marketing world because I would get so attached to the people that I met that I couldn't let that go after I would hear a story about them and I would take it home with me. So I just knew like, as much as I love helping people, my calling isn't to be a psychologist. Mm. Um, So I went into PR and marketing and, you know, I was making money. I developed all my PR and marketing skills, but as much money as I was making, I just wasn't fulfilled. And I still just had this 
kind of emptiness inside and this feeling of not belonging because I just don't think I was living my true self and I still cared and thought I need to be doing this to make this money and all these different like exhausting thoughts that I had in my mind. So I really just sat down one day and made a list of the things that make me the most happy. Mm. And I started to really dive into everything that I had learned and I would tell other people about self-love, but really doing it for myself. And for the first time, I was proud of myself and actually knew what it meant to love yourself. And I started just throwing into this program that I wanted to develop for Girl Talk and this nonprofit. And I basically didn't listen to what other people had to say about it. I listened to my own intuition. I knew what I wanted to do to help women. I knew what I wanted to create. I literally set the event. I don't remember how far in advance. I'd have to think about it, but set the event and there was no going back. And that's basically where a lot has happened in the last year, but that's where we are today. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There's, that's like a whole other podcast or maybe it's this podcast (laughs) about just how you got there. It's so beautiful though, because, you know, we talk all the time about taking that story or that struggle or that pain and really transforming it and using it for exactly what you're calling in your purposes. So, you know, there's a lot of pain there being made fun of as a teenager or making, feeling like you're not a part of something. So I know that what you're doing now, I want you to, if you could explain exactly what the events consist of, or when you bring people together, what is the purpose and the passion behind getting all of these people together? Yeah. So really my passion is all surrounding women supporting each other and getting all those women together because I don't ever want another woman to feel alone. So I wanted to create a movement and a place, hence the events that any woman could go no matter what stage of life that they were in. So they could feel supportive, supported, empowered, be their true selves and know that there's other like-minded women out there that will accept them for who they are. And just to really encourage them at the events to you are going to live your happiest life when you're being yourself. And when you're being yourself, those right people are going to come into your life. And then everything that you've wanted to do is going to align. Because I learned myself by not being myself, all these things that I want, I thought I wanted to work out weren't working out. So we really bring them together and connect them with um, amazing speakers and other women that can just be vulnerable and share their story and let them know like, I'm not just here today. I'm not just Lori Harder, this amazing woman that's, oh my God, my life looks so awesome. Like I have a journey and this took me a long time to get to where I'm at and sharing those tips and giving them a place to be vulnerable and get advice from the other women and hear their stories. And I just think that women need a sisterhood. And when you're sharing real stories like that, it just helps so much to inspire and open up these incredible opportunities for other women friendships, business ideas, relationship, just everything. Mm, There is so much. I mean, that is just so much truth about just having a space. You know, you're creating this beautiful sacred space for women to share and to be able to do that and have that rooted, grounded place to be able to have that launch pad and just that safety zone. So before we get into like the nuts and bolts, because I really want to share with people exactly, you know, if, if they have something written on their heart that they want to share um, in the same form how you did it. But before that, tell me exactly what goes down at your, your events. What does it look like? What is the day from start to finish? Who goes? Yeah. Okay. So 
The day from start to to finish, it's really all those things that I had mentioned before, but it's also a celebration. Mm -hmm. So the women arrive and they're just greeted. Like they're the ones that we're doing the event for. Like they're like, they're the celebrities. They're the women that were excited to be there. So they're very much greeted in a supportive environment. Um, It's not one of those name tag networking type of things. It's like, just come in as, as you are. And I don't want anyone to greet each other with what they do. I want people to greet each other with who they are. And, you know, they're just greeted with feeling welcome in this place. And they enter into the room. That's just, I have so many amazing, which I can talk about later, like so many amazing partners and people that have been so generous to make our events very beautiful. Um, so we have just this connecting first part of the day, and then we have the keynote speakers. Um, you are going to be at the next one on May 21st, and I cannot wait to hear your talk. And, um, oh, I just can't wait for that. But then we have the panel, um, a whole panel that's surrounded by the different topics that women want to hear about. We give them a question and answer section. All the girls share their, not just like their tips and tricks, but their real journeys and the things that they're str- they've struggled with and that they're literally struggling with that day. Cause you know, you're always, I don't know, for lack of a better word, a work in progress. Like you always aren't going to know everything. You always need to keep growing and learning. So you might be, at the best day stage of your life that one day, but you still might have something that you're working through. And so really sharing that and just giving women a place to be vulnerable, um, celebrate with each other, meet other women, um, and just give them like the resources to connect and find out anything that they want to know. And whether it's their relationship, their self-development business, um, I truly believe that you need to be thriving inside before anything else in your life is thriving. So we really talk about that and just celebrate women and all the amazing things that we are capable of and that we're going to do. And really, really about supporting each other, because I do believe that we can be our own worst enemies and also to other women. So it is also a place that we all, I don't know, make a pact and just really come together and say like, I am going to support women and I'm going to support the girl next to me. And I'm going to help just spread this movement of women supporting each other. Mm. Oh, that's so beautiful. And you know, you're on top of just all of that goodness, your events are truly stunning. And we were out to dinner the other night and you told me something about, you know, you just, you wanted to create a space where maybe people haven't had that experience before, where it's just really just beautiful and they feel really special in it. So what, what is the draw with that? What was the vision for just wanting to make it also, you know, really aesthetically pleasing in a beautiful day? You know, I just, I think I told you this too. I kind of started with the end in mind, how I wanted everyone to feel when they entered the event and then when they left. And I think it's so important to, as a woman, to have a place where you do feel celebrated and you feel beautiful and you're around things that look beautiful and make you feel good. And so I just wanted to do my absolute best, like knocking on every door emailing millions of people every single week, like getting no, 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 no. And then yes, I will bring this to your event and have flowers everywhere and give them to the women. And just, I feel like not only to have a place where you feel vulnerable, but a place that they also 
maybe they have never experienced an event like that or just a place that any woman it's tangible for anyone to go and just really like celebrate and look around and be like, wow, like this space is so amazing in so many different ways. And we'll, I'll put something in the show notes so you guys can see. I'll link up a video just of her events because they are really just stunning. And I also, you know, if you're listening to this, oh, they're so beautiful. If you're listening to this and it's like, you're like, wow, I don't know if I can start there. I'm not sure. You can't let that stop you because this is obviously something that she has background in, but we're going to be able to share so much of what it really looks like. And Sarah, I love that you just said sending out millions of emails and getting no, 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 because (laughs) it's like story of my life. And I, and I want everyone to hear like everyone can do something like this if you're willing to put in the work and you let passion fuel you so let's go back to the beginning so when you were talking about okay I have this idea I'm gonna stop listening to what everyone else says you wrote down what makes you truly happy and you were coming from a place of more certainty because you knew at this point what you know, loving yourself meant and you wanted to share that. So what was the next step? You're like, okay, you ha- you do have somewhat of a background, but tell me what were some of the first things that you did? So I do have um, a background in PR. And like I said, I would volunteer and help nonprofits with events. And I've just always really been drawn to making things beautiful. Um, really, my first step was starting with the end in mind. Like I said my, and this, it works differently for everyone. So this is just how I did it. I knew what I wanted to create and how I wanted to make women feel. And then I knew I wanted to make an event. I didn't know what it was exactly what it was going to look like, who was going to be involved, all those details, but I picked the date and that was the best thing I could have done. Cause if I didn't pick the date, I could have sat there trying to find out every detail for weeks and months and never even had the event until another year. So I literally picked the date and was like, I'm working off this date. I'm making this happen. What do I need? What do I want at the event? What are the companies that do this? What are the people that are involved? Who wants to be involved in this? And just like one by one reached out. I mean, I used to be so scared of the no's. I mean, now I could have a million no's. I don't even think twice about it. I'm like, good. I'm happy that you said no because you're just clearing my path. But at first, I mean, I was terrified about that. I'm like, they said no. Like, how could they not? Who doesn't believe in women supporting each other? How did they say no? But I don't even think about it now. And really, that just takes practice. So just send out a couple emails. And by the time you know it, the next week, you'll be sending out more. Everyone might have said no, but you really won't even care because you know you're going to get that yes at some point. And the people that say yes are the ones you actually want to work with. Because you don't want to work with the ones that said no. You don't want to like, maybe, yeah, sometimes you need to like explain it more, not just like, oh, they said no, okay, on to the next, because they might not understand your vision. But if they just like don't believe in it, then move on to the next and don't take it personal. Okay. I love this. So when you were sending out your emails, what did a general email look like so that they could get the gist of it? Because really, I really believe that anyone can do this. I mean, this is when I first did Bliss Project and you're so dead on. I want to just get this across because you just gave gold what you just gave to everybody. So set the date because nobody can get behind a vision without a date. Like you can't even ask for anything 
if you don't know the date. All these companies run off of deadlines, dates. They have a set amount of money and budgeting. So you have to have your date and lock it in and say yes. Amen, sister friend. That was like my number one. Yeah. So I really do believe everyone can manifest PR or people to support them. So what does your first email say if you're looking for, let's say, sponsors? So I have like the general two paragraphs that I always use, which is describes what the event looks like, what's involved, what's it about, what's our goal, and then what the organization stands for and the mission. And then I tweak it. So it's really easy. You have your two standard paragraphs that you always use. You do the intro email. And then depending on who you're reaching out to, you find out a little bit more about them. Why would they want to be involved and how could it be a win-win? And you also offer that like, this is what I envision and how I think that we would work good together and how you could be a sponsor. But I'm open to hear what are your goals? And, you know, when you start asking other people, what are your goals? It just opens them up to actually want to talk to you instead of here's another person reaching out, can't do it. And they don't even open the email. Mm-hmm. So I really just have my two main paragraphs that are never going to change. Cause you know what your mission is, you know what you're doing, what the event stands for, whatever it is that you're reaching out for, but just like tweaking it to what you're asking for. Mm, and this is so valuable, you guys, because I think it's probably less than you realize. It's just mm-hmm. really painting because people need, you know, they're quick, right? I mean, they don't have right. all the time in the world, so it needs to be quick. It needs to be to the point and there has to be passion infused in it. So how about um, like a, a title? Like what do you even title that to get people's attention? You know, that's a good, I mean, it's obviously evolved, even though I came from PR and marketing, I learned so much from just the first event. So it's evolved, but for a sponsorship one, you know, I would say girl talk, women supporting women with, and then use names involved Mm. or partners involved or a mission to just get their attention. Really even something as simple as your name and their name. Mm. It really does work. It sounds like so simple, but it actually works. Like they're going to want to know what you're talking about. So you get it opened. (laughs) Oh girl, that is so good. I'm thinking that might be really good for, um, podcasting too. Oh yeah. (laughs) I think the more simple and even, I mean, my first emails were like so long now it's very precise. And they're, I'm even when I switched that, my responses changed so much because they, you want to give them all this information, but just get their attention first. Mm, so so smart. smart. So when you are asking for things, so when you're asking for, you know, you have an idea of the number of people. So you kind of set a guesstimate, right? Is that your first steps? You have an idea. And then if it's specific things that you want, do you ask specifically? And how do you describe that? I do. If there's specific things, like obviously I'm not just, you know, looking up a whole list of like brands and sending out a mass email. I mean, I want to know what I want from them because it's like, if you don't specify what you want, how are they going to be able to help you? And they have a million other people that are asking for things. So I am very specific. I don't know if my, like for gift bags, for example, I say gift bags and this is the product that I think that would be a win-win situation and what would work good with the women that are attending the event. So I do say specifics if I know them. Um, If I have a few options, I might name one or two and then again be like, I'm very open, but I just think that your brand aligns so perfectly with us. And again, I mean that. I don't ever send anything that I don't genuinely mean. Mm -hmm. And I only want to work with people where it's a win-win because I just think that's how you grow and it's better for everyone. Mm. 
No, and I see that and I feel that even just, I, you know, I haven't been to an event yet, but I've done all of my homework on your events. So I'm so excited and I literally feel you infused throughout it. And I've, I've actually had experiences where I have had, um, in the very beginning when I first started doing this, it's almost like sometimes you take whatever you're getting. You're like, okay, this is, yeah, I'll just take it, whatever. And where I'm like, Hmm that wasn't really aligned. Like I won't be doing that again. And yeah. you, so I think you, and I knew from the beginning, but I think it came from a lack mentality of like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this. So is there something that you go, you know, a mindset that you go into this with like, no, I'm not going to settle or, or yes, I know this is such a good cause. Or is there something that you think throughout? I do. So if, for example, I keep going back to the gift bags because it's just simple if there's another specific question that you like think of that's perfect that's perfect yeah I just think what do I want in the gift bags and so then I can say no because honestly at first you will see all these people reaching out to you like hey how could I get in the gift bag blah blah blah. can I put this piece of paper in there like can I do this and I'm just like that doesn't align so don't get all nervous and be like I have to take this I have to do this just know what your standard is. And if it doesn't align again and what you appear and envision the gift bag to be inside and obviously apply this with everything, then don't do it. Mm. And I think the more that you say no to what you know doesn't align, the more you're going to get the things that are perfect for what you're looking for. Mm, I love that. So when you were developing this, did you picture yourself at the event? Like how did you really know exactly what you wanted to create like when you're putting this vision together I did I did a ton of vision work I would imagine it I would think about it in my head I mean even the first time I was now I mean I get a tiny bit nervous but not so much but I was terrified to speak now I love it but now I think I got through that because I envision it so much I literally put myself in the place, up close, look at what the flowers are going to look at, look at the women's faces, how are they going to feel, how do I want them to feel, and then what do I have to do to make them to feel like that or help them to feel like that. So I do so much just imagining and putting myself in the place, and I feel like that gives me a very clear vision and mission of what I want everything to look like. Mm, That's exactly why it's been so successful is because that feeling translates into everything from, you know, exactly from the, the flowers there to the people, to what's in the bags, to what's, you know, being consumed, like that energy is spread throughout the entire thing. So when the person creating it holds that energy and that space and that faith and that feeling, your people will feel it. So just know that if you're freaking out, like to get into that space of getting excited and thinking of what are the people going to feel like, I love that. That's probably some of the best advice ever is just ask yourself what your people are going to feel like. Yeah. So good. Okay. So what do you do? Because I know so many people want to do an event. Um, but they're like, how do I get speakers? How do I, you know, how do I even talk to these people? I've never had an event before. How do I get attention? Well, I mean, just the example of how you and I met, like just reach out. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy because people are just like, I don't know. Like, I'm so shocked at the people that I've reached out to, even if it's been on a message on Instagram that respond. Mm. You think I literally the first step is who would you want there? Who would you want to speak and reach out to them? Mm. I mean, how will you ever know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
I don't know. That's literally the number one thing. If that's the person that you envision, start by reaching out to them. Mm, Yeah, it's just you just have to ask. Yeah. (laughs) So you have a lot of amazing, you tend to attract some incredible people and you have some celebrities that come and speak. So how do you get um, connected to these people? So... It's been a process that has evolved, but when I first started, same thing, just reaching out. I will say that I told, I made a promise to myself that I wasn't, I don't care if I could go to one to 10 by having someone involved that maybe had a platform that could get me there faster, but if they didn't align, I wasn't going to do it. So I do a lot of research on the women that I reach out to as well. And I don't just give women that are very, very known a platform. I also want everyone to have a chance because they're some of the most inspiring women that have been and spoke at the events might not have this huge platform online, but Mm. that doesn't mean anything. So I don't just look for women with like a big following or anything like that. It's just a woman that will align with how I want everyone to feel and what I want everyone to get out of the event. To be totally honest, it really is just reaching out and it's kind of just a snowball effect. Even with your first event, you've got to set the date, start reaching out, it'll align. Of course, I had people that the date didn't work for them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you go on to the next, but guess what? Now you've formed a relationship with them and they'll be at the next one. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It sounds simple again, but literally just ask. Well, that's what I love about this is that the the big thing where people get stuck is because we overcomplicate it. It's not, it's just asking and being willing to get those rejections, right? And also your excitement, Sarah, is translating through this whole thing. Like you guys can hear how enthusiastic she is about it. And that has to translate through your emails and through how you show up. So one thing that really attracted me to your stuff is it just throughout your social media and just how you show up is really positive. So how did you know what you, the the face of even your brand and your social media and just the branding and all of that good stuff? How did you decide on that? And you really put that out there in a major way. Well, thank you for saying that, but you know, I do think it's like an evolving process. Um, I just knew that I wanted to use social media to do something to be positive, but not only positive, but truthful. I think my one of my most recent posts isn't necessarily like, it's not not positive, but I'm thinking the universe for the last week, a lot of things have gone wrong, but it was the universe showing me like, hey, you're forgetting your things that you have to do every morning to keep on the track. You don't know everything Mm -hmm. just because you're at this level. Like, don't forget, you always need to be growing. So I shared that and said it was another check-in for me that I needed to be vulnerable because that had in the past been something that I wasn't comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. And I just think that I'm just honest. And when I decide to post something, A lot of it, it might be something that I've either gone through, I know friends have gone through it, and something that I just feel in my heart that I want to share. And sometimes I know, you know, people get really specific about social media, like you can only post once a day at this time. Like, I don't think about that. And if I don't want to post, if I don't have something that truly speaks to me, then I just don't post something that day. And I feel like that's so much better because you're going to attract the people that you want in your tribe and who are going to come to your events and really support your brand. You could have a million followers that don't even read what you say, but you could have 
5,000, hold on to your every word because you're being genuine. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really just about being genuine. I knew that I wanted to do that um, no matter what and just share experiences. And yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the main thing that I stick to. Mm -hmm. All very simple. I know it sounds like, oh, sure. But yeah, just everything's like very simple and committing to yourself. Like commit to yourself. I'm going to be genuine. If this doesn't feel right, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. You're consistent. You're really consistent with your messaging. So, and and that's what, you know, that's why we're all attracted to, you know, you, when you find your tribe, especially it's kind of like you're being attracted to all of these same people who are speaking your language. It feels good. It feels natural. It feels right. It feels like there's a flow and a natural connection there. Like it doesn't feel forced. Exactly. And, you know, I think that that's not only what we follow, but obviously what we feel aligned with right down to the sponsors, the companies, the speakers and everything that you're doing. So, um, what do you do when there is negativity or a negative comment from somebody or negative feedback, which is going to happen, right? It's whether it's someone who attended your event or, you know, and it could be anything. It could just be that they had a bad experience, um, from the, on their own or social media or whatever. How do you handle it? Really? Again, another evolving process. That's why I just say you, if you don't think you're ready, like it doesn't matter, just do it. Because I think I got my first negative comment when I first started this and I looked at it like a million times and was so upset. If I saw it now, I wouldn't really think that much about it. Cause I just know like that person, it's their own issue. It's their own stuff. Like they had a bad day maybe, or maybe they, I don't know. It's just, it's not about me and it's not all that matters. And I do say that to myself in my heart, like this is so much bigger than me and it's not about me. So I'm not even going to pay attention to that comment. But again, like another evolving, growing process. Like, I mean, I could be having a bad day and maybe that negative comment might affect me, but I just need to really remember that it's not about me sticking to my mission. This is what I know that I'm born for. And that's why I really do think that people just that simple exercise that I said with like naming the things that make you happy, because I think a lot of people watch what other people are doing and see success. And they're like, I don't know if I'm totally going on a totally different direction, but they think like, oh, that person's doing that. So I'm going to do that. But then you don't have the passion to get through it and wake up every day and face those challenges because you're not really doing what really fulfills you. So I think that it's very important to just, if you want to do events, set the date, put all your passion into it and just do it. And like, if that negative comment bothers you one day, that's okay. Tomorrow is a new day, but just remember it's not you about you. It's about them. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you. That, that could not that be more true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really just like if I get one yeah some days it depends on if I'm having a bad day it's like I can really it can like take me out at the knees and it can be the stupidest yeah. thing like and I can know it's not true but then I'm like you need to like go for a walk or you need to just, just go to sleep like get, have a new day like, <laughs> it just depends but yeah it's it's going to happen and you just it's all part of it and it just helps you grow it helps you get stronger because it's so funny now the time in between is so much quicker for me hallelujah thank god I actually got one this afternoon. I already feel way better. So, and that was just like an hour ago. I was like, this is great. Awesome. I I feel so powerful. (laughs) I mean, usually, yeah, like that could have been a few days of being like, I can't believe they said that to me, but. Totally. (laughs) 
All right. So I just want to clarify for everybody because I think it's so important that you know how easy this is. And she keeps saying that because it is true. If you're consistent and you show up and you you allow yourself to be pulled by your passion, like when, when we go to reach out, when you go to reach out to get guests or to get these sponsors, you're basically just looking on their website and emailing the emails there, correct? Yeah. Right. I know. I think that people don't realize how easy it is. They're like, oh, how do I even find the contact? Yes. Sometimes I do a little bit more digging in other ways or ask around or maybe I saw this person worked with them. So I asked them like sometimes it is hard to find a contact. But again, it might just be a contact form and you're like, oh, OK, nothing's going to happen with the contact form. Send the stuff on the contact form because more than likely you're going to get an answer or be connected to that contact. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, they don't want to miss that. There's so many people contacting them in that way that someone is checking those contact forms. So that's why it's like, just really think about your title. Think about what you're sending. And if it is someone you're really interested in, you haven't heard back, I say send again, be consistently persistent in a loving, like not too stalkerish manner. So (laughs) one of the women that actually has been involved a lot with Girl Talk it took me three times to get a hold of her and she lo- she's so passionate about it and she's like, I'm so happy that you like followed up. That's another key thing, follow up. I even think about when I get busy and I actually am like dying to hear from that person, but I'm so crazy all these emails and I didn't see it or I was like, okay, I need to get right back to them. But she even was like, I'm so grateful that you followed up. And she, I mean, if I would have not followed up, I would have just thought, oh, she's not interested. She doesn't want to be a part of it, but that couldn't have been further from the truth. Mm, you guys have to that is so good because we have to remember what their inboxes probably look like right it's like (laughs) they may be super interested and they're like I don't I want to sit down I mean how many times have you done this you're like I want to sit down and give like a well thought out answer or and then you like all of a sudden it's buried (laughs) exactly you're like oh I have so much to say and I want to talk to this person but I can't just be like okay hey I'll get back to you later and then the day goes by and a million more emails so yeah follow up I do that all the time with text messaging. I'm like, no, <laughs> then it's been two days. I'm like, no, you were actually the most important text ever. <laughs> like, I can't believe it. I just didn't want to send an emoji back to you while I was driving. Like, <laughs> All right. Yeah, so exactly. wh- what are some other really important things that you feel that you have potentially come across while, um, you know, creating this event? Um, gosh, um, There's so many. I think that, I don't know. Gosh, I'm trying to think. Have you had any surprises like as you're planning something where you're like, oh, wow, didn't see that coming or had to deal with something in a creative way? I'm sure. And as you know, I'm sure something's going to come up on the morning of May 21st and I'll have to think of something. And I did struggle with that before my first event, but then I realized no one's going to notice that and it'll work out. And the vibe and the passion that you bring to the event, if those flowers didn't show up, that's okay. There's so many other things going on. Mm -hmm. So I really had to accept that and I don't worry about it. And it saved me so much like sweat and tears because that was so stressful in the beginning of this. But you just have to know like Think about when you're even in a wedding, those napkins that are monogrammed, like no one's going to remember that you had napkins that were monogrammed. They're just going to remember how you feel and who they met and all of those things, what they learned, everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's so big. And, you know, the fact that you're like, 
okay, I know something's going to come up and, and you do know that, but that stops a lot of people. But the thing is, is that, you know, you have to focus on faith, right? I know we were, we were talking about this. It's like, you just have to say yes and know that whatever occurs is either meant to occur for you to get stronger, or it wasn't meant for that day, or it's meant for you to just let go. So what do you focus on to stay in it, to stay in a really good energy, no matter what happens? Gosh, I mean, I do really believe a just that I'm so incredibly like clear on my vision and my mission. I can't express that enough. Like if you do want to sit down and why are you doing this? I think your why is so strong. And my why goes all the way back to when I was a child. So I'm just so passionate and strong on this. But at the same time, I just have learned like the things that didn't work out or the things that went wrong. I mean, I have a area where I write those things down to be a reminder at the time it was painful, but I'm actually happy it didn't happen now because it led me down something else. So I think get keeping track of that to remind yourself. And then again, just going back to like, what is your vision mission and why are you doing this? And it really takes you out of those little things that those little roadblocks that like really don't matter that could really stop everything. Mm, Yes. So for people who, you know, I've had a lot of people approach me recently because they either want to start an event or they want to get their, um, mission out there or their, uh, book or their podcast. And they're like, I I think I'm going to hire this PR company. Um, you know, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, there's some first steps that you can do before you go spend, you know, two, three, seven thousand dollars a month on a company right. where they might be doing the same exact things that you're doing, right? So they probably are. So and what are some of the things you would tell people? I know that we kind of went over it, but maybe just crash course. Um, some of the things to do before you would go to a PR firm. Yeah, to like get yourself out there. Again, outreach. I mean, I start even now, sometimes I really do spend like 12 hours on the computer. Outreach is everything out of 20 no's, you're going to get a yes. I mean, you're the one that's passionate about it. You could have a partner or a friend. I would say if you're about to hire a PR company, you should maybe look into, depending on your budget, like I looked into having an intern that was in the PR and marketing field, and she's very reliable. I mean, I interviewed and worked with a lot of students that didn't follow up, but then now I'm so grateful because I have one that's amazing, and she does a lot of outreach. I've taught her things. Um, I think there's ways to get other people to help before you go to that PR firm because I don't know. They're I don't know how much they're necessarily going to be doing or how invested they are, and no one to better start than yourself before you start going that route. You want to really be organized and know what you want them to do and what the results are going to be. But again, a simple Instagram message, going to the contact form. If you're talking about events, reaching out to that sponsor is huge. Mm -hmm. I could could not not agree with you more. I, I have looked into so many different PR companies, probably two, three years ago, and um, and I'm really not trying to knock them. I'm trying to say that you can do this without needing two to $7,000 for PR, you guys. This is absolutely something that you could do for free for yourself to begin. And I love that you said maybe taking that money and hiring someone who understands your passion or you know a friend or somebody who's just willing to sit and email or if you can't do that, you do it yourself. Like, right they feel the passion in that email. And honestly, you can't track what other people are doing. You just can't. 
It's yeah, like, you can, you can go crazy. PR world. I mean, I had my own PR marketing company and I'm very honest and care about a lot of people, but it wasn't my passion that I was reaching out for. And so there's a little bit of a difference. Yes, totally. So I hope that you guys feel fired up about getting your message out there. And you gave us so much incredible information, Sarah. And I just, um, I'm going to make sure that this is out before your event. So do you still have tickets available? There's like 10 left. Ah, Okay. So we don't know if they'll be available when this goes out, but can you tell them how to get there? Yes. So girltalknetwork.org. And you could read all about the organization and also our amazing school program where we tour around the United States and bring mentors to young women and give them things that I wish I had at their age. And then we also have our Instagram, which is at Girl Talk Network. And we share a lot of sharing on there. You can always see what we have going on, all the women that are involved. And yeah, just girltalknetwork.org and at Girl Talk Network. Can you tell me a little bit more about um, when you tour around to all the different schools? Yeah. So our events, the net proceeds actually fund the school program. And I spent a year developing the school program for young girls where I work with the advisors. I hear about the different issues that are going on. And then I come in there. They have breakthroughs. They share with each other. They feel comfortable with us because we share our stories and they can relate to us. And they don't look at us like, oh, they're coming here to preach. We give them a safe place. And then also a place that they can know that they can do anything and they can also come up and ask. So I also pick the speakers that come with me based on the women, the young women that I'm speaking to and the different issues that are going on. And I just feel like, well, not that I feel, I mean, depression, um, trauma, things that people have gone through can all be silent. You can meet someone and have no idea what they're feeling inside or maybe what's happened to them. And I do have experience from that myself that maybe my own best friends still to this day don't even know some of the traumas that I've gone to. But if I had someone to talk to about it that I trusted and that I even aspired to be in their place one day, I just think it's like very powerful to give women access to these mentors. Mm. So that's why we developed the school program. Oh, that is so powerful. So how did you just real quick, because I know people are going to want to know this. How did you start that? How did you even get into get access to getting into schools or know which school you were going to go to? So this is another good tip. It's like the things that you have right at your fingertips or the people that you don't think to ask might be the ones that have what you're looking for. Mm. I went to ASU, so I contacted one of the departments at ASU to talk to them about bringing the first school, the first time we ever did the school program there. So I started with where I went to school. And then since then, so many of the advisors and other schools have heard about it. Obviously, we talk about it on social media as well. And we do these events and talk about it. But Again, a tip is just starting with your own network, posting on Facebook about something. I think I posted something about that. Does anyone know advisors in high schools, college? Um, I've also gotten so many silent auction items for that. And that was something I spent hours trying to do. And I made a Facebook post and I have amazing silent auction items that are going to be at the event. So just so many things that you might overlook or think you think it's so much more complicated than it is, but just starting in your own network. And I worked extremely hard on the program itself. And again, I thought about what would have helped me when I was X age, what kind of women, what kind of program, what would have helped me if they came into the room and how would they have started? What music would have played? What would they have talked about? And that's how I started it. 
Mm, that is so good. So you guys, it's, I mean, and you had a comfort level there. So right. I think we think like, oh, you know, this grand vision and I have this thing, but that's exactly how I started. I started with like women that I knew who maybe were working out who maybe, maybe I was one step ahead, you know, or yeah. maybe I was willing to step up and just even create a space for them. So that's all you have to know is, are you willing to be the person who just creates a space for people and start? with people that you know or ask the people that you know maybe it's at a gym that you're at or your salon or whatever you know the the college you went to the high school you went to that is such amazing advice thank you so much for sharing is there anything else that you want to share or what are you most excited about with this next event or this next year that was a lot of questions what are you most excited (laughs) about with this next year Sarah oh my gosh I mean I just I know it sounds like everyone says this or I just really want to change the world and help so many women. So every chance being on here talking with you, Lori, like even having one person hear what I'm doing and wanting to get involved, like I'm just so excited to help every woman, woman out there that I can and connect all these women. And that's literally like what fuels me and changing the world and helping people and just trying to give that little girl that was me, the person that she needs. And that's what I'm really excited about. We have a lot of plans that are coming up that you guys will see follow along with our journey on that. But I'm just, I'm very, very excited for what's coming up in the next year. And with the event, I just cannot wait. I mean, it's such Mm -hmm. a special day and it's amazing. I'm so excited that you're going to be there and it's just so exciting. And I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see all the women and see everyone connecting and just everything that they walk away with. It's amazing. Mm, the rewards are like yes. so beautifully intense for for yes. all of the work that you're putting on. So I'm so, so, so glad that you're going to get to experience that soon and that I'm going to get to experience it. So if somebody feels so drawn to either want to help sponsor, help donate, help you find in another area to go to a school or anything like that, where can they reach out to you if they want to get more involved in what you're doing? Same thing. My contact form on our website, it has the email. It goes straight. I will see it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, so just go on girltalknetwork.org. There's a bunch of places to donate, contact, um, also Instagram, and just reach out and let me know how you want to be involved and why this is important to you. And I really look forward to hearing from some of you. Amazing, Sarah. I'm so grateful for you. And thank you so much for how you show up and just for saying yes to that call and stepping through everything you had to go through to get to this point. So thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, Lori, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so happy that you Instagram messaged me. I'm (laughs) grateful for your friendship and just the woman that you are. So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Oh, of course. And I always have one last question for everyone. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. You're like, oh my God. (laughs) Uh, Okay. It's easy. Okay. So you have a quick elevator ride with somebody. It's only like 30 seconds and it's a total stranger and they look over at you and they say, how can I make myself happy? What do you say? Oh my gosh. That is such a good question. Oh, does anyone not have an answer when you ask them this? Um, they just think about it. Oh, that is really good. Now I feel like I failed. No, I'm just kidding. You're not failing. Uh, <laughs> People take time. I know. 
I would just be like, how are you showing up and what is your true authentic self? What are you feeling right now? Mm. What makes you happy? Because I just feel so much the answer to everything is already within you. Mm -hmm. And it is like, what is your true self? And I don't know if that would help them, but that's really what I believe. And ask what makes you happy. You said yeah. it, girl. Yeah. So good. Thank you so much. And you guys, if you loved this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it with your friends. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com want to know a huge secret to my success Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. 
but a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community 
for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.